I'm trying to find the. Oh, I thought you gotta meet me. You gotta meet me. Whenever you are ready. Hey guys, welcome back to Wahine's Vala'al. Today our topic, we will be touching on how we may not be the most active or most fit people out there, but today we're going to talk about ways we try to stay healthy and keep our bodies moving. With that being said, here are some ways we prefer to work out and move our body. Um, We'll take occasional walks, whether that be in the morning or afternoon. I like to do it, or even just get sweaty in general. I like to do that more so in the evenings because I shower at night. I know some people, they'll shower whenever they have to shower, but yeah, some people like to work out in the morning, which I know Kayla. Yeah, I like to work out in the morning. I think it's just because I'm an early bird type of person. Like, I wake up at 5.25, that's when my alarm gets, goes off. And I wake Oof. up and get out of the bed. So I wake up around that time every single morning. So once I have, like, my coffee and whatever, like, 7 a.m. sounds like a good time because the sun is just coming up. It's not too hot. But yeah. And then that way I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. But Alyssa for sure likes to do it more in the evening. Yeah, I, I just find it, for me, it flows better. And I... Even though I do kind of wake up early, not as early as her. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up at 5. But there are times where I just want to lay in bed for the extra 15 minutes, yeah. which turns into two hours. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah. So, and then I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, I should have gone. I should have gone running now. It's cooler. It's not sunny. It's, yeah, it's not sticky or whatever, but... I like to just go in the evenings and the sun doesn't kill me so much. Yeah, I feel like you like to do it in the evenings more so too because it's like a way for you to wrap up your day type of thing. Yeah, where that's you true. know, like, like wind down mm-hmm, for you specifically. Like that's a way that you do it. But for me, I'm like, nope, I need, I need to do it. I want to do it when my son's like half awake so he won't be grumbling if we do go for a walk, you know. <laughs> Because kids don't like to stay still, and I push him in the stroller, but still, sometimes he's like, are we done yet? Like, today, we decided we were going to go in the morning, but we kind of were a little bit lazy, so we ended up going around maybe, like, 10-ish. I went to the park, and he knew that we were going to exercise, but he didn't really want to exercise, so I convinced him, okay, we're going to do an exercise, and then you get to play sound because where we were going by the park there was sand so today we ended up walking and running i ran today Ooh, i ran today that yeah. is a miracle i know we did like a mile <laughs> and a half about and we did run walk which She's i'm like, closing hey. them rings on that apple oh, watch you know you know i just got an apple watch <laughs> you know i actually just learned what closing the rings meant because i don't have an apple watch but my cousin she um on instagram she posted about like a fitness calendar and her title was close them rings and i was like what do you what do you mean by that what rings? I, I don't have that ring. Yeah. invite me <laughs> but yeah it's so she's like no it's just getting moving mm-hmm. and it like tells you it tells you like stand up and breathe and 
all that kind of stuff because it tracks your uh, standing, just you moving, a, your movement in general. And mm-hmm. then it does like a workout tracker too. But what I use for when we go, because I can set it up on my watch to sync, I use Map My Walk. And it'll map. Oh, by yeah. Under Armour. Yeah, it'll map the walk and it'll catch when I'm running. So today, well, the other day, we just walked and per mile is like 21 minutes. But then again, I haven't been too. You're just starting. Yeah, out. I haven't been too active again. as of late. Yeah. So today, with our run and walk, it got down to 14 minute miles. Which is so much better. Wow. Which I think, do you like to run more than walk? Yeah, it depends on how I feel. There's times where I notice I'm lollygagging if I'm walking. So, Your heart rate I, well, that and then I have this thing about people watching me or like when I see a car coming, I'll start to run <laughs> to make it like I'm actually exercising. What? That's so weird. <laughs> what if they think like you're afraid of them so you're running? No, or, like, you know how you, sometimes you can hear a car coming, so you start to run? Like, even in the opposite direction. I don't know. Just in general, like, I'll run or walk depending on how I feel, basically. And then there's times where I feel like, wow, someone's, this person, maybe they're passing me a couple of times. I need to start running. You know, they're watching me go super slow, and they probably pass me two ta- two or three times, and, and I'm in the same spot. Oh, like, keeping pace with, like, someone that's <laughs> on the same path as you? <laughs> I think the, I don't know. the weirdest thing, okay, do you feel, like, weird or, you know how, like, okay, you're on a path and someone is walking in front of you and your pace is oh. a little faster than theirs and you have yeah. to, like, cut around them? Do you feel uncomfortable? Because I feel like when that happens, I'm, like, walking faster, walking faster so I can get around And then you them. have to keep, yeah, yeah. keep that yeah, you keep that pace. pace. If not, they're going to, like bump you again and then they have to go around you like do you feel weird about that or does that go I do yeah yeah I do and especially now with the whole social distancing and how that that has become life now right so there's times where I need to watch my distance or I'll even go on the other side of the road or yeah I'll try to give them as much distance as I can so that they're comfortable you know so I'm not making them feel weird but yeah there are times where we catch up people and I'm at a awkward standpoint where I'm like okay do we want to just we'll start just jogging and then we can just pick up a faster pace <laughs> yeah should I stay behind Something. you walk a yeah. little faster <laughs> yeah. what should I do and it's so yeah. funny when you have those people that you're kind of keeping pace with and you go around them and then you start walking again and then they start jogging and they start overtaking you and then sometimes you're like oh man I should really, really do that. Like, I should really try and keep up with them. Especially if they're older. I swear, when most I see times, the older people, I want to go. Yeah. Most times, they're, like, if I do come across someone on the same path, it's usually someone older, and they most likely won't catch me up. Oh, wow. After we pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, they're staying at the same pace. So as long as I'm a little faster than that, they won't catch up to me. Oh. oh. Yeah. She's, she's confident. I, they won't catch no, up. I, <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet. So yeah, but yeah, I, but I mean, sense. as far as yeah, as far as your question, I, I think I do like to run more because I do feel like I've put in more work. Mm-hmm. Even though, I get so tired and exhausted just trying to run, and your body hurts, and 
you know, get dizzy or whatever it be. I think running to me feels more effective. Although with the humidity here, walking gets you dripping sweat anyway. But I, yeah, I prefer running over walking. When I was running today, I was feeling my shin splints. Oh, do you have shin splints? Did you ever have shin splints yes. before? Yeah. Yeah. I Supposedly swear. that has to deal with your shoes. Well, see, once, yeah, definitely with your shoes because. And how you plant your feet. Granted, my shoes that I have now has a lot more support in it. So it's not as bad. But because I had it so bad when I was younger and when I played soccer, mm, that yeah. it, like that lingering pain is still there once I get going. But, you know, once you get that per- first mile in or however long, your leg just gets numb. So you're golden. <laughs> you're like That golden. happens to my feet. Your feet, it gets numb? Yeah. Uh, I guess my feet too gets numb too. Like at the ankle part. I don't know. Ankle? Maybe it has to do with tying your shoes. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, another way that um, I, we both do this one. Another way that we like to move our body is by doing yoga. As y'all know, there are different styles out there. Um, Kaylin likes to do the online portion, which mm-hmm. she likes blogilates. But she's more, she's, um, she is yoga, but she's also Pilates, Pilates, Pilates. Yes. Pilates too. So it's a little bit different. It's not as like relaxing and centered <laughs> as other yogas. It's more of those. Yeah, it's upbeat, but also you're doing like some types of forms of yoga within it. What made you choose to go or even find, how did you even find that? Well, in college... You know, you have to take, like, extra credits or just to fill up your 16 credit, I don't know, for your semester. So mm-hmm. I ended up one or the first half, I did, like, fitness walking or something, which that was bogus. All we did was walk fitness around. walking? Yeah, all we did was walk around in circles, okay? And then after that, um, what we what I did was yoga. And ever since then... I kind of, I really enjoyed it because I felt my stomach being flatter or tighter, more toned. Tone. And then um, the aches and pains in my body weren't as bad. And granted, I was young. I was maybe 18, 19 at the time that I did it. But hey, it's overall, it's a stretch, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it really helped with like my stretching and feeling my my muscles and stuff, but... It was really relaxing, and that's when I really wanted to know more about yoga, or I it kind of sparked my interest in yoga. What about you? Like, how did you recently started, or you recently did like a month of yoga classes? What yes. made what made you want to do a month of yoga classes? Well, I always had an interest in yoga, and it was off and on. Like, one of my friends in the past, she introduced me to yoga classes that she would go to with her mom. And this would be out on the beach or at a park or something. Um, I don't know if I've really done it in college or before that. But this is after I moved back home. And yeah, so I just found yoga to be something that really tones your body. Gives you that mm-hmm. strength without needing to use weights 
or having to run a lot like it will you know it can be cardio it can be strengthening and all that so this class or studio i guess is what they call it that i went to they offer an introductory month so i jumped in oh and granted actually one of my coworkers she's a yogi bear so mm-hmm. starting last year which is when i started working with them um she actually was like hey do you do yoga i'm becoming an instructor check mm-hmm. it out so she kind of eased me into it and the style of yoga that she does is called hot vinyasa oh well, isn't that like one of the one of the main like common ones yes yeah mm-hmm. i believe so so that one is more at a normal pace it's aligned with your breathing and the postures in that can change depending on the um instructor so oh. Yeah, so I've I've gone to her even outside of a hot studio where it's warm. We've done it at just a regular studio and I I brought one of my friends and she liked it. But um yeah, so the studio that I went to they offer a, like numerous amount of classes. Mm-hmm. So out of all of them that I will name in a little bit, Hot Vinyasa is one of my favorites. Cuz it it is when you think about yoga, you think of something slow moving and and flowy right not mm-hmm. like actively using your muscles or jumping up and down yeah doing something like so rigorous yeah yeah so that brings me to one of the other styles which is 26 and 2 or what they call all levels never heard of um, that one well how about bikram yoga no bikram yoga is the first name that I've heard when it came to hot yoga. Oh. So this is a heated class and the class can get up to over 100 degrees. So I think I just don't like it because it is hard. Yeah. And what they mean by 26 and 2 is that and they make it sound easy by saying it like this. 26 poses, two breathing exercises. So But poses I feel like are one of the hard, hardest things. because you really have to focus on the pose especially if you're doing like one the kind that you like get on your hands and balance mhm mhm well those so in 26 and 2 it's not really balancing it's more just staying in a certain pose and then working on your breathing but then it's just getting super hot so you have to focus in on okay i need to center myself i'm not hot i need it yeah and get through it but I think for me that the what I didn't like it what set me off is the breathing exercises. What it's, do you mean by odd. that? Like like <laughs> Yes, like yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I was just so, trying to be sarcastic. <laughs> no, it it I mean I'm sure I'm butchering it and maybe I'm over exaggerating it, but they do they do two types of breathing exercises which I thought was interesting. Al- along with mm-hmm. you trying with those to breathe through the pose. Yeah. So in between I think like at the half point. Yes, yeah. So you start with like standing poses mm-hmm. and then halfway through you go to um sitting poses. Oh. So in between that or I think it's either at the beginning of each one is when you do a breathing pose. Beginning of the standing portion and then the beginning of the sitting portion. Mm. So that's yeah. twice. Yeah. It's I should uh, I mean the breathing it's kind of cool but I think 
overall, I should have said, like, the part that throws me off with this one is how hot it gets. Mm-hmm. But it is nice because you're sweating by the end of it. I mean, there's other things that you can do where you're sweating, dripping, dripping sweat. (laughs) But I mean, if you want to sit in a heated room and melt, Mm -hmm. that could definitely be something that you're interested in. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. I mean, I'd rather just sit in a sauna and sit there instead of trying to move around and hold the poles and true i never yeah. really cared for saunas though it just feels like it feels like you're sitting in everyone's sweat which Sometimes that's I feel like it's... probably how it is sitting in everyone's <laughs> yeah. sweat yeah i feel like it's more suffocating for me and i don't know if that has to deal with like because you're because not I breathing ha- right well that or because oh. i had asthma <laughs> oh. oh i was like this is not doing the exercise correctly <laughs> anyway that's one of the classes they offer and then another one which was okay and I kind of like it but this one is more like channeling your inner yogi so this one's called kundalini and legit like there's meditations they chant and the instructor that I've been to she's awesome yeah. but it's you know if, if you're a first time yoga goer this is what the heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah, it might scare you like damn is this like a something else not a yoga (laughs) you know well that or yeah like you don't understand you won't understand the point of it basically you just be like what are we doing here yeah but you i think with that style it's more so to feel the energy and get you in a certain head space yeah so that was one of the first that was the first class that i went to at that studio oh because my coworker was like hey you know i'm gonna teach a class yeah she doesn't teach that class but um it was like a friday or something so she said come with me i'm gonna go to this class that way you can at least get acclimated and then come to the class that i'm teaching that way you'll be okay that i'm not by you Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching it. So that did help. Yeah. yeah. I did feel comfortable in the room because it's not like I, it's my first time going and I had no one to talk kinda, to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or be next to, I guess. So she helped me feel comfortable. That's nice. And then um, one of the last ones that I've been to is called a warm yin, which is a slow paced yoga. So this is more like a, normal stretch yoga and that's a good relaxing one would it be like more of like a daily one or for older people that don't want to focus too much on strength training but more of a just getting your body flowing um i would say both it'd be open to anybody like i want to say in that class that i went to there was a mixture of ages Mm -hmm. so It's just, yes, for relaxation, but also to stretch out those muscles. Yeah. And every posture that you go into, um, you hold them at least for one to five minutes. So yoga has kind of been my thing, but then I didn't renew. and I. But I think I should. It'd be something that I can get back into and it will get me out of the house and moving. Yeah, for sure. Because when you were on that that one month trial 
she was like calling me when she's on her way home and I'm like oh another yoga thing <laughs> I could tell only because she's you know in gym attire or exercise attire mm-hmm. and I it was good because you were going a lot yeah. I mean maybe if you re-enroll or whatever you don't have to go as much as you did but mm-hmm. at least you had you dipped your feet in all these various types of like different yoga and you can figure out which one you enjoy the most or based off of what's going on with you or your day or whatever right. you can choose based off of that which yoga class you should do yeah work that around my days because mm-hmm. yeah I feel like for me I like to go to class exercises versus I and at one point I did go just to the gym and try to figure out how I want to work out but I like class exercises because well this yoga studio specifically because no one does care who you are or what you're doing because you you all are trying to find this um follow the same person and you're all just trying to get your workout in for you period whereas yeah yeah, at the gym you're flexing you know you're you're running on that treadmill you know i don't know in those i don't know it's i feel like it's a class setting is a lot more comfortable to me versus being in the gym and you don't know who's looking at you because everyone is doing their own thing well is it do you feel like it's more comfortable comfortable for you because it's a class setting and yet it's like a smaller more personal setting and people can't just walk in and out and everyone's doing the same thing yeah exactly yeah i think that's that's the reason why i like it yeah what are oh another way that you like to we like to move our bodies is swimming. I'm actually not a good swimmer. Me but... neither, bro, bro. We all, we both if we're swimming together, we have to be swimming. We're actually standing in the water just <laughs> in case of an emergency. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, I we went to the beach yesterday and we swam. Uh, my feet were touching the ground, but I was still. Every, you know, I was trying to be above that and just kick and exercise my legs because my hips are super tight. I guess it's because mm-hmm. I'm getting back into exercising and trying mm-hmm. to be more balanced. So yeah. I think it was, swimming was really good because it's low, what is it called? Low mm, I know pressure. You know, I know what you, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but yeah. it's not as much stress on your body because it's in the water. Low so, intensity. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people use it for PT and all those other things because it's good for that. There's not so much stress on all your body parts while being active in water. It is tiring though, swimming. Oh my gosh, yeah. Let's like, share that story swimming. the last time we went to the beach. Wait, I'm trying to think what happened. It's, it's popping into my head, but I can't paint the picture. Okay. Anyways, I will tell the story then. <laughs> so we went to the beach with my family and um, oh. yes. okay. Okay, so, well if you said where, okay, yeah, oh. I, I know the story now. Okay. So, so go. <laughs> I was I holding your son? Yes. You were at that time I was on the side and you were holding him. Um he was in those floaties that go around your body and on your arms. And I had a little just a little round floaty. Did he have a floaty? Yeah, no, he had the um life vesty thing. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't really like. Yeah, goodness. and that's why he could swim. I could <laughs> swim. Remember, he was telling 
Josh that he could swim. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So she was okay. holding him. I was with the little floaty on the side. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, so I was holding her son, and we were kind of in a, what would you call it? Like, we're in the ocean where we're between rocks, pretty much, but it was big enough for us to swim in. And then I guess the surge was getting higher yeah. and the waves were getting bigger, but we didn't really notice. And the, I guess it's, it's an undertow, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever the wave would come and then the, it's sucking back out, it would pull us so we could feel it. And I was thinking, oh my God, I have her son. I'm not going to be able to reach soon. She can Someone... save him. I can save him. <laughs> oh, she has goodness. this little ass floaty holding yeah. onto it. And... <laughs> My Josh was behind us or somewhere close, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah. you need to him. take him." Here. Yeah, it was it was scary. It was scary. I didn't want to drown, nor drown him. And yeah, and you would not have been any help to me. So yeah, I was <laughs> no. Yeah, but yeah, so, luckily, yeah, luckily she like passed him on to him to Josh at like just the right timing yeah, too legit just the right timing <laughs> and Kaden was unfazed he was he like wasn't. this is fun <laughs> Whoa, I can swim the whole time <laughs> we're over there getting pounded by the waves he's by Josh because Josh is pretty good at swimming because he bodyboards right and so Kaden's over there like Uncle Josh I can swim <laughs> and me and Alyssa are next to each other like puffing <laughs> and puffing because at this rate our feet can't touch the ground, so we are actually trying to swim. <laughs> and on top of that, I was wearing her hat and holding this floaty. The floaty was making it even harder for me to swim because I didn't want to lose a floaty, but the floaty was, like, helping the waves push me out even further. Yeah. It was horrible. It was... Yeah. But, it was man, that was, a, that was a workout for a good, like, Yeah, we came out of the minutes. water... Huffing and puffing. <laughs> and her uncle's over there standing at shore laughing at us. Just watching both of us struggle <laughs> the whole time. And we were like literally looking at each other like, Dad, don't look at me because I'm trying to see We're going to start laughing. Without, yeah, we can't laugh. We just need to get back to shore. <laughs> and once we did, we were looking at Josh like, yeah, you got him. You, you bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. We're okay. We're trying to still catch our breath. But uh, how are we supposed to help you? I don't know. I think what makes it worse is that we panic. Well, I was so surprised that we didn't panic as much as I thought we would have. Well, because we were laughing and trying to save ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's what made us more tired. But we didn't panic as much as, like, I really think we would have. If it was way deeper, you know? If shore wasn't as near, then we would have panicked even more. But what's bad is that most of my experiences like that is I'm close to shore. I feel I feel like that could be something that is relatable to a lot of people mm-hmm. that can't swim re- really well or had an experience where they are drowning. They're actually pretty close to shore because that undertow, that whitewash mm-hmm. area can kill you if you're not, you know, if you don't Seriously. know how to get past it or ride yeah. the wave over it, it can definitely kill you. Yeah, and it was just that spot we were in. Like, if we let the wave take us out and if we swam around that mm-hmm. reef, we would have been, been fine. <laughs> but are we great swimmers to casually swim around? <laughs> and we were tired as heck by then. Yeah. So yeah, that... we were thinking that we were trying to do that and go around. Heck yeah, no. Josh was, was actually like, trying to no tell way. us that. 
Yeah, I know. And I was like, no, I feel no. like that's going to be more no. work for us to go swim around. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But that was a point where I'm like, okay, sis is out of shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That was in the middle of this pandemic or the middle Whoa. of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, middle no, of the year. March? Yeah. March-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. June? June, maybe. June. June. I think maybe March, June. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's shortly before we came back to walk. Yeah. So I don't really use swimming as a legit exercise. It's more for fun. (laughs) Yeah. Get in the water, cool off. But it's still a way to be active, for sure. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to or give some tips on how to feel comfortable when you are in a place where you feel like you have eyes on you or where you feel like they are watching you, people are judging you, things like that. What 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 are some tips you have for, for that? I feel like for me personally, when I was younger, like how you said, when you're in the gym, you feel like you're, you know, trying to show off and show your muscles, show off what you can do. I can generally relate to that because you're at an age or even when you're younger or even maybe some people now, they just feel like in that space, people are looking. When in mm-hmm. actuality, half of the people are worrying about themselves. Yeah. They're trying, you know, they're there to work on themselves. They're there to lift heavier weights or what have you. Max that out PR, or bro. Whatever. Yeah, that's what it's called. I was trying to fish for that, but I couldn't <laughs> think of it. Or even just get their body moving. Like ladies like to go on the elliptical, you know, for a long period of time. And I think that's what helps me personally is recognizing that people are doing things for themselves or to think of it in that type of way where they're not going to be looking at me because they're thinking about themselves. They're thinking today I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to run for 10 minutes on the treadmill. I'm going to go on the elliptical. I'm going to lift some weights. I'm going to do this. So when you think about it in that way, they're doing their thing and you're doing your thing. I don't really think or see you feeling that they're staring at you because you're so focused on your goal that them even looking doesn't even phase you at that point you know yeah I yeah that is a good point because I just I think that for me personally I'm at a point where I'm just so observant of my surroundings and Mm I eh, it's not that I fully care what other people think but it is a thought you know it does come up so when I go to places like the gym, for example, or even if I'm at the beach, for some reason, I'm okay when I'm at the beach by myself and it's in an area where I know nobody knows me. But if it's in, at a beach where a lot of people do go that I know, mm-hmm. I, I, I get turned off by it where I'm like, okay, I can't go by myself or I can't look stupid or something like that. So I can't yeah. do what I want to do. Yeah, I can't be myself. But realistically that's what matters just you focusing on yourself and what's making you happy rather than thinking about other people and what they're thinking about you because if you know if you're if you're focused on what you're doing you're thinking about damn I'm trying to push myself to run five more minutes you know and I think I kind of felt that today because I haven't run in a very long time Mm-hmm. And when we decided to walk and run, at first it was a joke. Like, Kenneth was like, come on, let's run. Okay, so he's pushing the stroller with Kaden. 
and he's like come on babe let's run and I'm like mm, okay you know why not we're already out there mm-hmm. if I gotta throw up I just go to the grass you know but when I started running <laughs> when I started running I was thinking damn man at first I was thinking how do I look like you know how do I look like running yeah. and then I thought about it I'm like who freaking cares I'm running period <laughs> I can't believe I'm running. Like, let's just win. Check mark. Today, I ran. <laughs> Even if it wasn't for the whole mile, I still ran, you know? And that's an achievement in itself. And when I thought about it in that way where I'm actually running today, I'm actually doing something today, it kind mm. of made me think, who cares? Everybody else is doing their own thing, you know? Yeah, it's a matter of shifting your, your focus. Mm-hmm. On your mm-hmm. back to yourself and your and, thoughts, you know, yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah, that's a work in progress for me, man. But I'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah. All right. Um, along with the moving our bodies, you know, health has to deal a lot with what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And we, Kaylin and I, have different eating habits or preferences but they're actually coming more similar mm-hmm. the more they that are. I yeah the more that I talk to you about what I eat or the type of things that or recipes even I'll share with you and you kind of get interested by it so let's start with people who eat white or red meat I eat all meat <laughs> I, for the most oh. part I eat, I eat all meat for the most part so I don't really think that for me personally neither of those meats affect me in any way you know for some people it might make them have an upset stomach Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff but for me no uh for the most part my stomach settles well with it there's no big deal um I don't try not to eat it but if I don't eat it that's fine I don't have to have it every meal what about you yeah, so for me, I don't eat any red meat. So that's like steaks, all that. Um, white meat, I recently started eating chicken again just because it is convenient and it's there. Yeah. Um, but pork, I haven't touched pork in a long time. I think I've, so maybe about three, three or years four ago. years yeah. ago, I started a plant based diet. And then a couple years after that, I started phasing in fish and then eventually chicken. So um, I do notice that with chicken um, or eggs, and I've been phasing in eggs too, I, I do break out in more eczema. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like rash. Out. Yeah. So I have eczema, but I guess it's pretty mild. But I notice our whole family, they actually deal with eczema and their flare-ups are worse than mine. So mine really only flares up when I eat chicken, when I eat mm. meat. So, right. yeah, so, and not really fish, I guess it doesn't have to deal with that. But, yeah, I, I noticed that meat, regular animal meat, doesn't sit well with me anymore, and it probably didn't. That's why I was getting flare-ups. Can I ask you, like, why you decided to do a plant-based diet? So it basically started with a movie, and which is I don't a documentary. Think I know this. Really? Or do I? I think you do. So I just maybe don't remember. 
Anyways, well, continue. It's a movie on Netflix, and it's a documentary that talks about how um, how your body reacts to animal products, basically, and you know the effects of eating animal products on the environment, on on your body, <laughs> but. It also shows like what goes into the animal products to like like keep... the breakup of it to yeah. build whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or well even like antibiotics. Things like that. Or right. that might not be even be the right thing, but um yeah, did you know that most pharmaceutical companies like majority of that is going to farms because they need to make sure that the meat is good or the animals are good? I now I yeah, now I remember this when she told me this. She's like, "You should watch it. Go watch it." And I was like, "I ain't watching that." Uh oh. Before I'm like, "No, she's grossing no, out nothing. here." No, yeah. yeah. But even if I didn't watch the movie, and you know, I was never close-minded to the way that you chose to eat. Yeah, and that actually helped a lot. It supported that for me because then. You know, they're even within the household. They could be like, "Why are you eating like that?" Oh, you're gonna you're cooking tonight. I'm not gonna eat that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that really did help. But yeah, basically because of the movie and yeah, pretty much changed the way I look at things. And and I feel like that documentary or just documentaries about that topic in general has changed the world because now there are free range farms you know it's not mm. all within a factory right everybody's right, right. adapting to it because now the supply and demand is turning towards let's eat healthier meats let's eat um free range or non-probiotic meat whatever but do you think if the demand for it gets higher right and more people are creating those types of farms Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they could end up being a little skewed because of the quantity that people are wanting it in? What do you mean by skewed? Like, so what was what did you call it again? Like free range. Yeah, farms? free range. Yeah. So, for instance, okay, so now there's only twenty people right now that are mm-hmm. buying from this free range farm. And then maybe in the next year or two, there's a hundred people buying from this free range farm. So because of the jump in amount of people wanting it or the demand for it, mm-hmm. do you feel like the product or the quality of the product might change because of it? That could be a possibility. It just depends on how much the company evolves around mm-hmm. or around values the their actual. Yeah, because yeah, I think you know the old style of producing meat in a f- closed-off factory, things like that is actually all evolving into the new style. Or at least they're trying, yeah. Yeah. It's a very I interesting movie. That. Yeah. So that movie just basically changed my mindset on, on what goes into meat. And granted, like, with the plant-based style, there are mock meats, Mm-hmm. Like lots of them, know, lots of them. Yeah, like veggie dogs and things like that. So, the cons about that is it's still processed. So basically, anything that's processed is is not really good for us. You know, you you kind of want to go towards the the 
what is it? Like, not organic, but whole food, I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah, more whole foods because whole foods aren't processed. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. plain so, like, vegetables and making it into something. Yes. Instead yeah. of buying something that's prepackaged, like your example, like the meats, the veggie dogs or yeah. veggie burgers, etc. Right. Is what right. you're trying to say. Yeah. So, like, Which people make, yeah, they'll make black bean burgers on their own at home. So, that's technically using whole ingredients versus even though canned beans are still processed you're still using whole ingredients versus tvp which is textured veggie protein which i never really looked into it but i see that as an ingredient on those processed foods so that's pretty much what's making it taste or feel like meat real Mm -hmm. yeah but mind you we're not telling anyone that this is the way you're supposed to eat this is no. the way that, you know, Alyssa chooses to eat and mm-hmm. she's just pointing out the information that she has on it or the knowledge that she has in terms of how switching her diet has evolved her knowledge or the way that she thinks about food. Yeah. Instead yeah. Of, and I think... I'm not because, shoving it. We're not shoving yeah. it down anybody's throat. And I think because you make it... Well, when she started... Um, doing more plant-based and I was supportive of it so be it if that's what Mm. you want to eat that's what you want to eat you know um but with that being said I think with her trying new things trying different alternatives that were fresher vegetables fruits whatever it may be because um like tofu is another example of protein soy Mm -hmm. right and with her trying all these new things and being so excited about it made me think oh I want to try I you know it wasn't where I said oh man she's doing it let me jump on her train and ride it down the street you know like (laughs) I it just made me be more interested or to try and be a little bit more aware of what I'm eating yeah because granted being a mom there's no way in heck unless you drive it in your kid oh I mean you could but drive it into your kid that he needs to eat fruits vegetables and whatever every day and all this kind of stuff even if you do that they might not like it kids are kids yeah. they'll like some things and they won't like other things but with the knowledge that i've gotten from her or just because i personally know someone that is trying something different it's made me try and look at the different things that my child eats you know yeah. in terms of snacks and all that kind of stuff and it's funny because even my son's like oh mom can I get a snack you you want me only on only to eat fruits and I'm like yeah eat them fruits you know <laughs> whatever it may be so I think it's just the way that she presented it to me it wasn't in a way that she wanted me to change my diet it was a way that you were like oh come join me look at this we can use this and it still be this or it tastes like yeah. this or you know and for some things like for me personally because I know the original taste of something, I'm like, eh, the alternative is not so great. But it's good yeah, to know that like, there are options. Right. And that I feel like that is the hardest part about doing a transition like that. Where you know what something tastes like before. And mm-hmm. if you try to make it in some people's eyes. So, for example, one time I tried to make... Well, I, this is one of my staple dishes is vegan chili and in some people's minds they're they're looking for a hearty meat placement in there right Mm -hmm. yeah but I 
this, the recipe that I found, it uses lentils and lentils is another form of beans. And it's not, you know, if, if you cook it under, if you undercook it, it can be hard. So you don't really want to keep it as a dense ingredient. It more mushy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it is hard. And because you can't, you can't replace texture, at least in my mind, but you, you can replace the flavor. Like, I mean, you can mimic the flavoring. Like, the, the chili tastes like chili. It's just the textures are different. Or even, like, adobo, for example. If I wanted to try to make adobo, but I only use potatoes, someone would look at it like, but you're just eating potatoes. <laughs> so you're eating potatoes and saw? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I think, for me, one of my favorite meals that is plant-based would be when we use um it's a type of brand garden meat when we make tacos mm-hmm. i really like that or even to have spaghetti with yeah. that meat or you know that plant-based meat it's yes it's processed but it's actually pretty good and it the texture is you can a little bit tell the texture difference but it holds it's the similar. same purpose yeah yeah i feel like that was one of the main things that I've made you try or not made you but you you were open to trying (laughs) but because we even did fajitas one day and we just used mushrooms and bell peppers and that still tasted like fajitas Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so yeah I think those dishes it's helpful to transition because it's not just when people think veggie dishes they just think a side dish yeah, not right? the like, main dish. Yeah, like, or I'm going to roast some veggies and throw it on top of some quinoa. That's an actual, like, mm-hmm. a buddha bowl is what people like to say. And then some people can say, no, that's just veggies on top of rice. You're eating a side dish with rice. But people, I think people don't recognize that different types of veg- vegetables mm-hmm. are different types of protein. Mm-hmm. So yep. <laughs> it, you're still getting the same protein factor if you will from doing that alternative yeah I, that's a big part of why um some people don't like to adopt that lifestyle because they don't know what else offers protein besides chicken or pork or steak so yeah it's it's it did take a lot of research a lot of pinteresting even finding recipes that are similar enough to or Hmm. recipes that are attractive to me because like I said some of the recipes do look like it's just vegetables or you know like a sauteed veggie and it it, yeah there's a lot out there though and you just I found it best for me to like think of my favorite meal that I used to love that had meat and try to replicate it with a substitute and those recipes actually came out the best for me because it it's familiar mm-hmm. whereas i'm using somebody's rest somebody else's recipes and trying to like it yeah, yeah you weren't trying to make it so hardcore into that where i'm gonna do mm-hmm. new new things you know yeah yeah so over the past three four years i've started to implement fish back into my diet too and being in hawaii you know poke is such a big thing fish in general is such prime. a big thing it's good yeah and and most times here when we get together, it's a potluck or cookout style where everyone brings something. And most of the time, 
what am I going to bring? A salad? No. Like, I want to bring something filling for people to eat. So I did end up eating fish again. And the good things about how I look at back at it, though, is that I don't really guilt myself on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's just you just accept it. Like, uh, I just felt like I, I, my body wanted or I needed fish again or even today, like, for example, maybe today I wanted to eat chicken because I felt like my body needed chicken. Yeah. Main thing, listening to your body. Yeah. So what's an easy way that helps us to stay hydrated? Our flask, I swear, <laughs> or our Yetis. Our Yetis filled up every single day. I found that, like, the easiest way to remember to drink is always have it by you. Make it a habit to have your bottle, whatever type of bottle you got, to have it near you. Because if it's near you, you will see it and then be more inclined to, oh, let me take a sip of this, you know? I feel like you adapted that for me. (laughs) Yeah, I really did. I really did because she... I, I feel like you started drinking more or having your bottle more around when you started doing plant-based. Or that's just when I noticed oh. more when you started drinking more liquids. Because it's a known fact for some people that mm-hmm. like to diet, per se, they drink a lot more water, right? To be more filled so they're not stuffing their face with other types of snacks or whatever. But because, yeah, I think you started whenever you're around she's always had her water bottle i'm like damn this sister <laughs> is so thirsty but i, really I would literally realize, yeah i would literally bring it to oahu with me yeah her empty bottle like we could buy some water bottles but no she brought her she brought her flask with her for sure i think yeah. that's it's also helpful for little kids too when they have their own specific water bottle and yeah, for Keaton my son, yeah, he has one that is a straw, which we have, we've all switched to Yetis, shameless <laughs> plug, because I like Yetis, but um, we all switched to Yetis, and he has the one that has a straw, which, yes, straw ones are harder to clean, and it will get dirty every once in a while, but they have replacements for it, which is fine, so like we still yeah. use the water bottle, but him having his own water bottle it makes him feel in charge and responsible about it. Versus you I'm, being like, hey, here, go drink, drink some water. Drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least he knows that, hey, mom's drinking water. I charge. have my own. I can, I'm going to drink my own water when I can, when mm-hmm. I want to. And, and he's he old does enough. it on his own. Yeah, yeah, he's old enough to fill up his water bottle if he needs more, which recently he asked me for a water bottle the size of mine. Oh. Because he was like, Mom, I'm drinking out my water so fast. I need a bigger <laughs> one. And I'm like, you can get a bigger one when you can carry that by yourself. Because I'm yeah, already carrying heavy. mine. And then his little <laughs> one is, like, not too heavy. But once he can carry a heavy one, bro, you can have the bigger bottle you want. Go for it. And it has a lot to do with the kids seeing the parents drink water. Oh, totally. Yes. I believe that. Mm- Kaden prefers to drink water or milk. He oh. doesn't care for juice unless he sees somebody else drinking juice. And he'd be like, mm, I want juice too. But yeah. re- like, whenever I ask him for drink-wise, whenever we eat, it's usually uh, water or milk. 
Well, and you too, you don't normally drink juice, sometimes soda. Oh, soda. I like Coke. <laughs> I like Coke. I'm a Coke person. I know there's a debate, but I'm a Coke person. And I, I used to be really bad, but I've learned to, like you said, listen to your body. If your mm-hmm. body wants it, then be okay with that. Yeah. Sometimes your body just feels like it needs it. And then so be it. Don't be mad at yourself about it. Yeah. And then just don't make it a habit. That's a mm-hmm. big thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't get to have a Coke this week. I'm going to go have it because I had one I, last week. Yeah. yeah. But that's mm-hmm. a whole, that's different than allowing your body to get what it craved. So aside from the pros about staying hydrated, sometimes people retain water weight. What are your thoughts on weight and how it can affect your health honestly weight i struggle with weight because the number the number the number it's health (laughs) it's taken me a long time to get over that you know just staring at the number on the scale i feel like it puts more pressure on you and it doesn't necessarily reflect on how your body is feeling yeah, that's something that I've come to terms with. And le- thankfully, I came to terms with that a long time ago because, and granted, I don't have a scale at home, so it's not like I would be regularly doing it. But yeah, the number on the scale to me is just a number. But for you, I know that it's a way to gauge yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the bad thing. So like how you're saying that you don't have a scale at home, that is one of the biggest things that I had to change in terms of adapting to learn more about weight mm-hmm. um, is to not have the scale in my house. Because when I had a scale in my house, I would go on that scale in the morning and then I would go on the scale at night. And it, it would be like, okay, I weigh this much. And then I ate something. Oh, now I weigh this much? Oh, I pooped. Did I lose some weight? You know, it became... I, I wouldn't say that I had um, some type of disorder, but maybe along the lines of it where I always felt that number on the scale defined, well, was a definitive part of my personality or who I was. Because for the longest time, mm. I was always this skinny little girl. I, I couldn't put weight on. And I kid you not, the day or week after I graduated is when I finally reached 100 pounds. Yeah, and it's not, and I'm not saying that I was anorexic <laughs> or I'm proud of waiting that long, but that's when, yeah, yeah that's, that's when just, it just, that's mm-hmm, just how your body I was, was um, doing sports and very active, and I was also a picky eater, so I couldn't put on the weight. And then when I went to college, I started eating more things and well, in my senior year, I started eating more things, trying more things. And I did put on the weight. So when I started to put on the weight, I felt really uncomfortable. And I didn't know how to deal with it at first. And, you know, I tried to convince myself, ah, oh, it's just muscle weight, you know, it's muscle and it's okay. But the biggest thing that got me was people telling me when I came home from college, Oh man, what happened to you? Gain so much weight. You know, that's yeah, that's one of the uh, biggest things about people here. They have no shame in pointing out the obvious that might make you feel uncomfortable. I think 
with that being said, though, like maybe they meant it in a good way, but from your perspective, mm-hmm. because of how you felt, it was something you mm-hmm. didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of them, well, some would say, oh, you, you put on weight, good, you don't look like you're anorexic anymore. But then there were other ones mm-hmm. who were like, wow, you're so huge, why are you so big? How come you're not skinny anymore? Oh. And during that time, I felt like I was constantly checking the scale. I was constantly trying to stay at that 105 mark. mm -hmm. Trying to make something work for me. And for the longest time, my college years, and even after that, and then when I had a kid too, I struggled with it because instead of aiming for overall health, mentally and physically and whatever, I was only looking at that scale. And because I was looking at that scale, there was no improvement. I, it was just a plateau. So my advice... You're focusing mm-hmm. so much on the numbers there and not thinking of how else I can yeah. just be so My healthy. advice is if you struggle with that or struggle with the weight aspect of your health, get rid of that damn skill because you could be a solid 130 but be muscular and healthy as ever but just because you're yeah. looking at that number, you're like, oh, man, that's so much. It's not about that. It's about more of how you feel in your skin, in your skin not that number on the scale. Yeah. For me, that's, that's a big thing, um, how you touched on being comfortable in your skin. So, like, for me, because I don't have a scale, I go basically off of mm-hmm. how my clothes are fitting, what my face looks like at the time. You know, am I, am I looking rounder than I did last month? Do I feel like I'm rounder <laughs> than I was last month? That's, that's how I'll gauge, like, okay, you, you slacked off a little bit. You haven't been so active. And how does that make you feel aside from your <laughs> image? How does it make you feel internally? You know, does it make you feel like you're not healthy? You're, you're not going to live long and things like that so for me my big thing is you know I want to stay healthy because I do want to live a long yeah. fulfilling life I don't want to die of a disease or you know and, and granted sometimes diseases mm-hmm. just happen yep. you know it, it can be your diet it can be your lifestyle it can be mm-hmm. other things but environmental or whatever but to me it's like if that's something that I can change I don't care about weight. Mm. I just care about how I feel. Bringing that into it. Yeah. So about <laughs> health, right? About your how you're saying that you want to live a healthier life. You want um, that longevity based off of how you feel, right? Do you have family members that have some type of diabetes, cancer, or some type of medical issue that has kind of gave you insight into man if I don't do this or I don't try to improve in this aspect of life this could come to me or this could happen to me yeah I can say that I do have family who has health issues and that ranges from like you said diabetes stroke um, cancer uh, asthma but I, I don't know if asthma is well into the family or if it was just me and my siblings mm-hmm. but I had asthma when I was smaller and then I guess I grew out of it like I most people yeah it doesn't affect me but um yeah so I feel like 
seeing or being around people with health issues, you know, seeing how they struggle mentally and physically, like physically meaning, oh, my my body just doesn't, I can't do that kind of stuff anymore. Like I get tired fast or I'm in pain, things like that. It's like, I don't want to put myself through it. Mm-hmm. So I need to look into what will work for me for me to be healthy and for me to not have pain and yeah and doctor's appointments are tedious <laughs> oh they are and they just tell you you need to exercise more you need to eat better yeah but they so, don't really get to the nitty-gritty yeah so i feel like you know seeing different types of medical issues also plays a role into it because Say you're just exposed to someone with diabetes, you just see that they got to poke themselves every day, you know, check their blood sugars every day. But um, people with other issues, you know, they go through different things. Their lifestyles are different. Yeah. 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 I think main thing that we're trying to say with this podcast is for overall your health and your fitness Think about yourself. Think about where you're at, what you need in terms of what do you enjoy doing. For Alyssa, she likes doing yoga. She does like to jog when someone's pulling up by, you know. Whatever (laughs) it may be, figure out what works for you, what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you want to do it over and over again. And that could be trying a new exercise or a new thing to move your body every month and then as well as with food you know try different things ask your friends what do they think maybe they can give you some insight like how Alyssa changed to become a more plant-based diet she has enlightened me on wow there are so much more alternatives out there instead of just eating regular meats you know Mm -hmm. and then even with well, for my advice, right? Forget the scale and focus on you. Focus on how uh, how you feel overall, and maybe be like Alyssa, where some of it is based off of you know knowing family members or people that have certain health issues that will make you want to exercise more or do something different with your body because you are in charge of your body. Your body is your temple. Follow us on wahines.falaau on Instagram. That's W-A-H-I-N-E-S dot W-A-L-A-A-U on Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us at wahines, W-A-H-I-N-E-S, falaau, W-A-L-A-A-U on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Hines out.